0: my poser when I want freedom. You my poser when I want justice. You my poser when I want equality. Want me to go somewhere and fight for you? You won't even stand up for me right here in America. We definitely gonna talk about the Lakers, but this is the rundown with Zach B, Big Al, and Mr. Malik himself. Our fourth, he may be journey joining us, Mr. Hurdle Hardy himself, he may or may not be here. He has to take care of those work duties, so we leave that up to him. Welcome back. We've been gone for a little bit of time, but we are back in the house. Guess who's Bazak? <laughs> so, boys, last time we talked, CMU had not won their first game yet. They ended up winning against Maine. And then they come back and they lay an egg. Who did they lay an egg on, Mr. Malik? Who did they lose to last week? Them state troopers. Them state boys. Yeah, Mr. State Spartans. They defeated them by the score of 31-20. to 20. They look to bounce back this week. It's been a spirited week so far this week with homecoming. You know they got Buffalo this weekend. That's a tough opponent. I think they're four and one.
1: It's a dub.
0: <laughs> it's a dub for who? Alex,
1: CMU. We we <laughs> count this one as a dub. Homecoming. We got to get the dub.
0: <laughs> it's a dub. Man, Buffalo is um they four and one. They're they ranked top five and in, in the MAC in offense and they're gonna be ready to play. They got two freshman running backs. And I didn't know that uh, until recently. Khalil Mack's little brother. But there he Mack. He goes there. So that's going to be very interesting to see how, how that unfolds for him. You know, maybe he ends up being better than uh, his brother.
2: Mm.
0: It's a steep one. It's a steep yeah. one. Strip sack every game, <laughs> man. I heard, it, uh, I heard the Raiders need a pass rusher. I heard, I heard or John. <laughs> Maybe he can draft. <laughs> Maybe he can draft. <laughs> there he back. is, man. <laughs> Boy, <laughs> if you
2: don't get. D- We're going to go get a back. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well. Come <laughs> on, we got the second coming. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, yeah, hopefully, we we'll just have to wait and see, man. This uh, this Saturday, I mean, the, the run game for CMU hasn't really been there. Talk a little bit about that, Malik. Uh, you've been able to see a couple games. Uh, I know you saw. What happened in the um, the game against uh, Maine?
2: Game against Maine? Yeah,
0: the home like the home game.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Run game was not there, but they did do what I thought. They did do what I wanted them to do. They went long and they made they got benefits from that. Got a couple big plays. Got a couple pass interferences. You know, moving the ball down the field. That's what it's all about.
0: Oh yeah, without a doubt. Um, you can't get stagnant though. I believe. They definitely can't get stagnant on uh, on offense. They really want to get that run game going. I don't think uh, Jonathan Ward has a rushing touchdown so far this season. I think he only has a receiving touchdown.
2: Yeah, I don't know what's going on with him. Last game, he only had about 26 rushing yards. How many carries? Uh, about 8 to 10, I think. Not that many carries for the uh, – well, he's a senior, right?
0: Oh, yeah. Not that many so. carries for the, for the senior. So, we hope that they're able to get some good things going on the offensive side of the ball. The defensive side has been rather impressive. That's for what sure.
1: Touch on. So I was going to say the defense been
0: solid. They've been holding it down. For sure. The DBs. <laughs> oh yeah, I like the uh the no fly zone aspect they've been they've been on uh they got at least six or seven uh, interceptions so far this season. I remember they had they had three against Kentucky. I know they had one at least one or two against uh, Michigan State. And so that was uh, good for the defense. You know, that's a good team, good opponent with um, Michigan State. And they tried to come back. I mean, they scored 17 points in the fourth quarter, but they ended up losing 31-20. to 20. And now they have Buffalo this Saturday. I think everybody should come on out to that game. It's a noon game. Homecoming should be a lot of festivities. So hopefully... They get the dub. I mean, they're one and four. It's kind of desperate measures kind of at this point because if you lose this game, then it means you only have one game really left to spare before there's a situation where, ooh, do I get a bowl game? You know, five to six losses, then you're kind of titling on the fence to really see if you're going to actually be bowl eligible. So you really want to kind of get some dubs early. Well, not necessarily early, but get some dubs right now Because time's ticking. And this team's young in certain areas, but we'll have to see what Coach Bono does moving forward. What is it going to be for the Wolverines of U of M this weekend? They play a noon game. They also have homecoming. Looks like they're going to be going up against the Terps of Maryland. They're going through an interesting situation right now but they're hoping to try to at least compete in the big house as they're going to be having a ton of festivities going on in Ann Arbor. That's for sure. I know um, tailgates is, man, I've never seen a tailgating festivity around homecoming, at least in the state of Michigan like U of M. It's off the charts, fellas. Uh, I definitely recommend getting the opportunity if you have a chance to go down there and see those festivities of uh, U of M around homecoming it's definitely unique that's for uh that's for sure but they play Maryland this week uh, they're ranked what 15th in the country uh Malik
2: uh-huh.
0: yeah the uh Wolverines come in ranked fifth in the country a couple guys are questionable uh, Aubrey Solomon Chris Evans Rashawn Gary those guys are uh questionable uh, Tariq Black he's still out and uh, one of the biggest tests that I've, I think is it, that I think coming into this game, and Alex, uh, you can tell me whether or not you agree or disagree, is uh, the wide receivers for U of M and the man-to-man press coverage that uh, Athletic DBs of Maryland are going to bring to the table.
1: Well, they gonna have to uh, create off the play action, of course. You know that's their philosophy. First, they want to establish the run game and kind of get those DBs out of position, those safeties. You know what I'm saying? You want to get them to make a couple false steps and then attack them over the top
0: with the deep ball, you know? And what's the, what's the best ball? The deep post. You know what I deep like? Post. The deep and post. To the deep post. Deep post. Uh, Donovan People jones Shay Patterson, good, 35, 45-yard TD pass over the top for the score. That's what we're looking for, honestly. Uh, That's what we need to see. I just want them to get loose a little bit. You know, get loose out there with the offense in the first quarter, get a couple of trick plays, opening up for the fans out there that's that's holding it down for uh, for homecoming this weekend. You know, just try to see something something different. You know, open up the playbook a little more, a little reverse, a little reversals or something. We'll have to just wait and see. You know, the defense, uh, I think there will be lights out. There's going to be some seniors out there, you know, playing their last homecoming game. Uh, Which which senior you think will be most impressive, Alex?
1: Of course, you know Chase Winovich is gonna be the guy. But um, a sleeper to look at is probably Lawrence Marshall, a fifth year who's been he's been working hard out there and he's finally getting his chance to step up. And um, homecoming should be a
0: a big one for him and on the inside. You know what? I actually like uh, I'm like I'm gonna go with Chase Winovich. I'm definitely gonna go with Chase Winovich because uh. I just like his his work ethic on off the ball, coming off the ball, coming off the edge. And he's, you know, he's very impressive. I think he's a fifth-year too, right? Yeah, yeah he's a fifth-year guy. And so it's been fun just to see him, you know, even stay after he's, he probably had a good draft, a good NFL uh, draft stock coming, in, coming out last year if he wanted to leave. And so it was cool enough for him to stay just to add that extra lift and leadership, you know, U of M defense uh, is going to have throughout the season. So we'll see what happens with you know U of M. Um, some like I said, some of the big things was like the right receivers and the press coverage. We'll see what happens with that. Uh, Michigan, of course, is going to run the ball. Like Alex said, um, Malik, what are you looking to see from uh, from Michigan this weekend?
2: Uh, some better play calls, some uh, some stability, some consistency. i out of here. In regards to what? <laughs> what are you? What are you seeing out there? Agents all over the place, to be honest. <laughs> they just playing sloppy. <laughs> you think you so, see? Alex? Yeah, too many penalties. That's about it. Just clean a lot of penalties. Up. Yeah, clean yeah. up the yeah. Clean up the penalties. That's where it's all coming from. If they play a clean game, they can they can compete. Okay. Hmm. That's an interesting concept.
0: I actually uh I didn't really even think about the penalty aspect especially with, uh, like, holding calls because that's – I remember uh, last weekend we was talking about that, Uh, Alex. You said uh, every time there's a big play, it's always got to come back because there's always a holding call. So, yeah. Got to be disciplined. Got to pay attention to them details. Yeah, that's one of those – that's one of those things you wish you could just take back. I remember I was watching the FC game last week, and that's just a huge deal, like 61st half. Yards of just you giving up just through penalties alone. That's just through penalties. So mental errors. But yeah, you really got to buckle down uh, with the mental errors. And you of them will probably this will probably be one of those like coming out parties, one of those come out games to really set set them going and moving forward in the right direction. Because who do they play after after Maryland, uh, Alex? Well, uh Michigan. Yes, uh, I'm not sure actually. I feel like is it, the state games that game is going to be. Up, it's getting bro. it's getting pretty close. But uh, yeah, it should be a good one at noon. You know, Jim Harbaugh out there, big house this Saturday. It's a noon game, early game. They're gonna be out there tailgating, and it's gonna look phenomenal. I promise you, because uh, I definitely remember being down there. And so yeah, so it looks like oh, they got next they got oh yeah, they got a good ranked opponent. It's at home. But uh, Wisconsin's gonna come in rank, and they're gonna look to run the football. We'll definitely be talking about that game next week as well.
1: First uh, big test since the Notre Dame game.
0: Oh yeah, oh yeah, the real test, the, the real first test. like real test. But they gotta get past Maryland first. Yeah, you can never want to, you never want to uh, like sleep on an opponent, opponent necessarily. Uh, but Maryland, they're good on third down on defense. Uh, they like to run first, uh, pass second, really. One thing that I did notice is that uh, their pass game is definitely a little shaky. They got a freshman uh, quarterback. He's a redshirt freshman. His last name is uh, Hill, uh, Cason Hill, or I believe something like that. But, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. It looks like Michigan is like a 17-and-a-half-point favorite, so a nice little cushion. But you just, you know, you never know. You know, you never know. We'll see. Have to, just have to wait and see uh, what happens. But I like Michigan in this game. Um, they've scored 30 points um, at least the last three games, I believe. And so they'll be able to at least put some points on the board. At least I'm going to say, what, about 28 to 35 points for Michigan? What do you guys think?
1: Yeah, that's great. <laughs> I would like to see. That, that sound 20, about right?
0: sounds about right? Sounds about right. Sounds about right. How many rushing touchdowns do you think you of will probably have? To start off. I mean, <laughs> I mean all they can, of them. They're going to try a
2: little trick play with the quarterback. Down. You, you know,
0: don't think it will be, be no Shea Patterson play action or Zach Gentry uh, or anything like that? <laughs> Hopefully. That's what we
1: like to see, but, you know, they like to, to get it down to the, the five-yard line.
2: <laughs> <laughs> receivers like to fall over with the ball. And, you hey, know I what mean, I'm saying? tell you this. Put Burke in the game. Burke the Edwards, put him in the game. Oh, your boy. touchdown. <laughs> he get you that touchdown for sure, every he trip. Berkeley Berkeley Edwards. To the crib, I'm telling you. Running back, I'm right? telling you, yeah. Running back, right? Running back, 32. Well, he may be able to get some
0: touches because, uh, like I said, <laughs> running back Chris Evans, who's gotten most of the touches uh, so far for the R- Wolverines, he's questionable uh, this week along it with uh, Rashawn Gary, um, Aubrey Solomon, and uh, like we said, Tariq Black, he's still out so far this season. But, yeah, uh, Michigan just looked to really just contain – Maryland's run deep uh run offense and they should be in good shape. They really should uh so like I said it's a noon game. It's a coming out party. They have a real good test following this game in Wisconsin with two ranked opponents in the Big 10. It's going to be uh it's going to be pretty pretty lit, if you say the least. So uh lit, 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 lit. <laughs> So looking forward to that game, uh, moving forward. Yeah. Oh, um, once again. Oh, that's your jam. I'm yeah. you going with the
1: wind. That's your jam. Walk it out. That's how I walk it out.
0: <laughs> you remember that
2: song? <laughs>
0: I thought we was out Kelly's for it. Hey, no, <laughs> no, what is the name? I can't even think of oh, it out, but I can't even think of the artist right now. I uh, it It's probably DJ Upt. What is the DJ name? I name man, I can't man. think why. Why can't we think of it? That, DJ Upt. Was it? DJ Upt. So welcome back. This is the rundown. Remember, this is a rundown with the group, the boys, whatever we decide to be on that particular day. You know, we holding it down here with our, one of our good partners, Hurdle Hardy himself. He had to take care of some work opportunities. So, us three are in studio,
1: running it down all around the town. Tintos, uh, <laughs> tintos. <laughs> <ten toes. laughs>
0: so. We got Spartan football here, Michigan State Spartans, and uh, they had an opportunity last week to have a secured win, but they almost let one slip away a little bit. You know, they beat our CMU chips, thirty-one to twenty, but now they look to play a Big Ten opponent this weekend in uh, Northwestern and. You know, the Spartans, you know, they're unbeaten at home and they've they've scored thirty points and they're la- and all three of their wins and so they're they're gonna be looking to keep the points on the board and keep the momentum full and swing. what'd you would you guys like to see from the Spartans in terms of the offense?
1: Control the line of scrimmage. You know, I'm always talking about the run game. I'm kinda sick of talking about the run game. <laughs> the
0: run game. Yeah, L.J. Scott. I L.J. Think Scott he, is eating. Yeah, I think he'll be back uh, this week. So, hopefully, you know, he'll be in full swing with the offensive line and they'll be able to get that going and open up some holes for him and get some 20-yard-plus runs, you know. Like you said, tote nation. If when all else fails, you just tote the ball. Ain't that right, Malik? hmm So, uh, yeah, Northwestern, what they have a tendency to do is just not show up after halftime. Because if you remember when they played Michigan, what what happened in particular, uh, Alex? They got <laughs>
1: shut down in
0: the second half. Uh, no, t- no points. I don't believe.
1: I think they might have got a what a a field goal or something like that in the second half. Maybe, maybe, maybe well. a field goal. What was this? Seventeen? Tw- no, they
0: only Michigan only won by how many
1: points?
0: It was twenty to seven. Twenty seventeen. Yep. No 17. points in the second half. And so, I mean, there you have it right there. Uh, Northwestern's just been in complete just standstill in the second half. I don't know what happens when they come out of the locker room
2: or what, but <laughs> I mean, that's perfect. For taking State. them to that real yeah. band, time stories. They come out soft the first half and they come out and hit you the second half. Yeah, that, that's yeah, that's, that's, that's hey. You know what? You're absolutely right. It's Perfect for them. You're
0: absolutely right. Um. Michigan State has been one of those second half teams that kind of struggle in the first half and kind of get it going in the second half. And then, like and then like the Wildcats, they do the, like it's the complete opposite. So, yeah, they uh, they've been outscored fifty nine to thirteen so far through the course of the season in the in the second half. And so, we'll just wait and see what happens. Uh, Michigan State. His the quarterback, uh, Lwarke. I like to see what he's going to do against this uh, Northwestern team. I think Northwestern heads coach. I think he's going to try to control the uh, time of possession. I Think he's going to try to limit the amount of time that D'Antonio has with the football, and uh, try to see how that works for him. Because I don't think, as far as comparing athlete to athlete, I don't think uh, Northwestern just has the athletes to compete with uh, with the Spartans. Yeah, that was kind of in the narrative
1: last week, also. Um, like, the better athletes want out in the end. You know what I mean? Northwestern, they come out firing, though. No, I don't know. You had them boys ready to play, like, off the, <laughs> you know, off the beginning kick. You know what I'm saying? They come out firing. They just need to keep that intensity the whole
0: game. What'd you think, Malik? Should I agree. Should I agree, hundred <laughs> percent. So yeah, uh, we we'll have to just wait and see. That game also is at noon. So we got all three noon games. I told you. Every, I told you earlier. Everybody plays at noon this weekend, and everybody's homecoming. Yeah. missy Stay Home coming is this weekend, as well as U of M's, and so is ours. So yeah, all the games are early. So let's all get these up. <laughs> so we can all link up, party,
1: <laughs>
0: win or lose, we still boo. <laughs> 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 So hopefully uh, they get the job done. And um, like I said, Michigan State, they're looking to score early and often because, like I said, in all three of their Ws, they have 30 points. So we just have to wait and see what happens. LJ Scott, see if they – oh, yeah, one big thing that I have to mention. uh, No Cody White this weekend. So uh, how do you how do you think that's going to be uh, as far as like number one wide receivers? receiver not not being there really? Oh, how you think that's going to uh, hurt or actually been or benefit maybe Northwestern?
2: Uh, I mean, it's definitely going to hurt. It's Definitely going to hurt him because you never want to lose wide receiver. Right? It's going to help Northwestern for sure. Are you saying Northwestern's receivers? though? No, Cody uh, White you from Michigan State. Oh yeah yeah yeah, it was definitely going to help uh, Northwestern. But uh, somebody from Michigan State is gonna have to step up.
0: Yeah, uh, you're absolutely right. They may have to even try to get L.J. Scott, you know, to come out the backfield just a little bit, you know, just to see, just to see if you can kind of shake up Northwestern's uh defense maybe in the first and even in the second half. And so yeah, uh, Lewerke, he's he's improving every game. Uh, I believe he's at like a 65 percent passer rating and uh, well, completion rating. And so yeah, he's been he's been definitely a good quarterback so far. And we'll see what happens in this Big Ten play, cause you know last week, last week I believe he even he threw two picks, you know, for uh, against us. So yeah, we've we need like a prop, like no, <laughs> no, nah, nah, we kind of need a prop or something. Like you know how uh, the U and everybody has like a turnover chain yeah. or something. you what do you think you should get? Believe <laughs> Well, they gotta start winning first, but yeah, but maybe right, they, right, but right, but, right, but right, yeah, maybe yeah. that could be like the motivation that they need, you know, to like give them that extra spark. What kind of prop you think they should have? You know, for the chips.
2: I don't know. What did you, you think, really Alex? Know. I can't think <laughs> of it right on the
1: spot. Because the turnover chain, that's too hard. Yeah, what I'm saying. It's Ain't it's no top, to top, it's it's like, like, top in it.
0: It's like, what school is it? They got the throne. I I yeah, the there's, throne. there's a throne. Yeah, yeah. There's like turnover I chain. It. I seen one where there's like, there's like a hat. There's a crown. And then there's a crown. I man. seen a crown. Yeah, and so. I don't know. You just whoa, man. I and don't it's know. It's hard to top that chain, they have <laughs> oh, iced man. it out even more. Like, yeah, it's all it's oh. like full of diamonds now, but uh, hopefully, uh, they can try to think of something. They probably may have something, I don't know. But tip off, I mean, I tip off kickoff for the uh, for the chips is at noon, the Wolverines play at noon, and the Spartans also play at noon. They have Northwestern, U of M has Maryland, and the Chips have Buffalo. And so we all look to see victories on, all across the board, especially the Chips because they only have one victory out of the five games they have played. One in four. Good home tests. When we come back, we'll be talking some hoop, a little bit of Detroit basketball, a little bit of other players going around the NBA Jimmy Butler, a little bit of LeBron James. So don't you go nowhere. This is The Rundown with the boys, the group, (laughs) whatever we decide to be on that particular day.
2: All
0: right, gentlemen, we are back for The Rundown. Hey, The Rundown, The Rundown. Hey, oh, The Rundown. It's The Rundown. It's The Rundown with the group. With the boys, I said, uh, "With the group, with the boys, when we about to get down, is the group? Is the group?
2: We about to get down, is the group? Is the group? Yeah, it's the rundown. Hey. Hey. Don't stop. Don't stop. Hey. No music. Hey. No music.
0: <laughs> ah, welcome back. This is the rundown, featuring Malik, myself, Zach B, and tell the folks who you are, young sir. Mr. Alex Abraham. <laughs> so, yes, uh, welcome back. Let's talk a little hoop, fellas. Um, let's stick to home for a second. You know, the Detroit Pistons, you know, they didn't make the playoffs last year. Uh, but they got a new coach. They got a full training camp with uh, with Blake Griffin. You know, they got Dwayne Casey at the helm calling the shots. So what we what do we expect to see? What do you know, because the East, they say it's fair game now. Remember, it's fair game. There's no Lamar LeBron. So they say they say it's fair game. So uh, what do you guys think? Because let me tell y'all something. I looked at the roster for the Detroit Pistons and listen. Did you recognize that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know half of these guys. I mean, I do, but I don't necessarily <laughs> see the productivity Ooh. on the floor. It's steep. Listen, listen, Man. it's the. Stanley
1: Johnson, we need you, baby. Come Step on. Step up, my baby. Step come up. Come on, it's time.
0: Hey, dog, no, what did he do the first game last season? Last so, season, first was game. Was that two seasons ago? Or what's the. He <laughs> had to be loud. Oh,
1: I, I think oh, it was, was last season. season. Yeah. Oh, what is that? 0, for 0 for 13? 13. 13. <laughs> oh, uh, talking about he trying to
0: find,
2: find it. it. This is beyond me.
1: <laughs> he tried to find that jumper, but he was definitely Stanley.
2: so funny. Stanley,
1: listen, if you ever come across the rundown, listen, <laughs> earn your
2: buffs, my dog. <laughs> I <laughs> earned them bucks, bro. You better talk to uh, he better talk to drummer. He got his. Look, he got his, <laughs> but he may not even necessarily even deserve
0: his. Because um, some people feel like 16 and 16 or 15 and 15 just isn't enough. But, I mean, I don't expect him to be a franchise guy, but that's, you know, hey, to eat his own.
2: Man. You don't even man doing it. I mean, they got, like I said, they
0: got Blake. I mean, really, they just need a healthy Reggie Jackson, I feel like. How do you feel about Reggie Jackson, Alex? I mean, he did decent backup. Decent backup, but he starts for uh, yeah, for the Pistons. Yeah, he above exactly. average backup. <laughs> exactly.
2: What? What? you Yo, oh, so you agree? Yeah, I agree. Why you don't like Reggie Jackson's game? Uh he ain't no starter. He ain't no. He ain't nobody that's gonna take over the uh, team. See, no, in, in today's NBA, you got it.
1: But you need your point guard to go get you thirty. That's what I'm saying. Consistently every night, and I don't think Jackson got that. He do got that go yet. Not just yet. And he got to stay on the floor, too. That's another thing. Uh-huh. Uh, What'd you say,
0: Zach? The best, <laughs> the best ability is availability. <laughs> there you go. So we got to see him out there more. I mean, I, I like Ish, personally. Uh, I like Ish's game. I like how he can be able to uh, maneuver the defense and get everybody involved and kind of circle it around the floor. Um, I've always been a fan of his, uh, just covering him and uh, doing the story on him, actually, when he actually signed to the uh, Detroit Pistons for the three-year $21 uh, $21 million. So kudos to uh, him in getting that deal a few years ago, and it's it's very fortunate to uh, still see him in the Pistons uniform as the backup, backing up uh, Reggie Jackson (laughs) for the Detroit Pistons, because Reggie Jackson is the starter. (laughs) I got to go get a point guard in this next draft. (laughs) Or maybe what about a two guard?
1: Cause they just they just skipped over too many good point guards.
0: Yeah, uh, I I know the GM for the Pistons are having nightmares about one person in particular. Now I don't know if you guys remember who went and who they chose. Oh, they chose Luke Kennard. But do you guys know who went after I mean, him? After it, Luke Kennard? Was it Donovan?
2: It was de- it was definitely Donovan uh, Mitchell. Yeah, yeah, I remember that because <laughs> in the interview, Donovan Mitchell said. He was like, I ain't missed a whole, missed a shot the whole time I was uh, working out with the Pistons. So I was for sure, I for sure thought I was to. Yeah, uh, I think did. that's where everybody had him projected going too. They,
1: in, in typical Detroit Piston fashion, <laughs> threw us a curveball out there. <laughs> Luke Knott, can right. what's up, bro? We need <laughs> you. Right. Playoffs, yeah. Play, we playoff uh, Pistons playoff bound. Uh, you heard it here first on the rundown.
2: Ooh, totally
1: around. different.
2: Ooh, It ain't gonna be yeah. with this team though. It ain't but gonna be with gonna... team. So
0: wait, so they may have to get some more uh pieces or I mean who's tradable? I mean you know
2: you know the pistons, you know, they they're gonna make some type of type of midseason swing somewhere around. Somebody gonna dip out, somebody gonna be unhappy, somebody gonna lose their job or whatever. They gonna make a change. You think so? Yeah. I mean, I'm not sure. Because, uh, I mean, if you look at the roster, they
0: got, I mean, Jose Calderon. he may be a tradable asset. Then you got Luke Kennard. You got, I mean, somebody may want Henry Ellison. I mean, maybe, you know.
2: I mean, but this is Pistons. When is the last time you, you've seen the Pistons go through a whole season without making a, making some type of trade?
0: Yeah, I mean, you're absolutely right in that regard, because they did go after uh, Blake. They just hopped right on that. But, I mean, I think they hopped on the uh, the Blake Griffin wave only because of uh, ticket sales, you know? Yeah. I think uh, ticket sales at Little Caesars just wasn't where they wanted them to be with the uh, with the team, and so they felt like they had to go out there and grab that superstar name. But uh, we just hope that Blake can stay healthy, give them True. 70 games, you know, 65 games True. at least. Uh, you at least want that amount of games from them, you know, those... He's had countless uh, leg injuries, uh, quad, knees, and meniscus, and so you just hope for the best that he can play a full, healthy season. And you know, ankle ankle problems with Reggie Jackson has uh, kept him in and out of lineups, and I don't think he'll, I don't think he's played any of the preseason yet, and so you hope that he can get healthy in time for the regular season. What do you guys think they'll end up standing in the the playoffs? You guys say they'll make the playoffs. I'm looking at the roster now. You saw the roster. You said they're going to make the playoffs. One (laughs) seed. You know, they never make it No one seed. They better be shooting for eighth. seventh. uh, Something around there. Yeah, seventh, eighth. It's like the only – because what? We got – Who we got? We got Boston. You got Philly. Boston, Philly. Um uh, Toronto. because yeah, you got yeah. Kawhi. Um, who else?
1: Boston, Philly, Toronto. Uh it's one more like uh Washington.
0: Yeah, they got Dwight. They got oh, Dwight yeah, Howard, yeah, Bradley yeah. Bill, John Wall.
1: Um, the Pacers, they looking to take a step forward.
0: Yeah, but
1: I don't – Another see, step I don't, forward. They were a playoff play team
0: line. Yeah, they were a playoff team. But I'm not sure if they actually take that extra, like, gap necessarily, you know. I'm just not sure if uh, Miles Turner and Oladipo may just be enough. I think they still, like, stick around maybe, like, the six. Maybe like around six, maybe even seven seed. Only because, you know, Toronto, they're going to stay the same, if not improve. You know, mm-hmm. Milwaukee's going to be there. Boston, oh, yeah. Philly, Milwaukee, Milwaukee. Washington. Like, you have those first, like, Farmers six might teams. Yeah. The, uh, the, eh. the Heat might, maybe. If you think the Heat, of, what do you think the Heat have to do in order to, like, be in that conversation for that last go around for Dwayne Way? I mean, if
1: they pull the trigger on a Jimmy Butler trade, That'd have their chances significantly. But um I think they got some nice young guys in place. Uh they play hard. Uh, bam out of bayou. Um, what's the other big guy they got over there? Uh um, Whiteside. White side, blocking all the shots. Uh, you know what I'm saying? They got a good defensive, you know what I mean? Good defensive core in place. It's just, you know what I'm saying? They need somebody to score the ball.
0: Man, you see the Pistons, they they need to call Minnesota.
1: <laughs> try to nah, get Jimmy.
0: They don't have anything. Nah. Tra- man, They don't Drummond, have anything. Well, nah. yeah, gonna, drum it. But you'd have to play. They're going
2: to wait for Jimmy to get another six uh, years under his belt. When, he and, are, when, he oh, are when he's up. almost washed up. <laughs> so that's, that's the kind of move, move the business made. That's when they go get it.
0: Well, uh, man, I mean, I hope Dwayne Casey can kind of keep – kind of bring that same element he brought, like, in Toronto that last year where they kind of shared the ball – and then they kind of went through – they still went through DeMar DeRozan, but then they had this – they had an element of, like, just sharing the ball and, and spreading the ball around with uh, the guys that would come off the benches. So then they were able to have, like, an extended bench of playing, like, nine to ten guys at one time. But, like I said, look at the roster, man, we got – like I said, we got, we got Drummond, we got Keenan Evans, Henry Ellingson. I mean, Langston Galloway, he's a good ball player. I won't, I won't take anything away from him. Uh, he can shoot the three. He can knock the ball down. I mean, you got Glen Robertson the third, and you hoping he takes a leap. You know, that U of M uh, alum. You hope he takes that leap until uh his next year in, in the pros. And like I said, we got Reggie Jackson, Reggie Bullock, and Zaza Pajulia. And me Blake Griffin. It's time and to eat
1: Smith. It's time to ease Zaza. <laughs> but you, you can't even say that twice <laughs> without laughing. It's time to
2: fill your plate. This is <laughs> the R&B. It's time to eat. They're gonna need him to take some, uh, take some, take some
0: air. oh Yeah, hopefully uh, Luke Kennard is able to uh, get the job done in year two. It's time to eat, Luke. So we've been hearing all sorts of different rumors and everything else in regarding the NBA in terms of what Kyrie wants to do we just heard earlier today that he'll maybe decide to sign and re-sign with the Boston Celtics or we've already we've already heard the New York situation what's some of the other things you guys heard across the NBA in these last uh, few days
1: um really not much it was just the the Jimmy Butler smoke that was coming about but um, I don't think that I don't think that weighs a lot on Kyrie. You see, he said he, you know what I'm saying he's planning on you. Know what I'm saying out of, directly out of his mouth. So you know what I mean. That's all the the rumors.
0: Water under the bridge now, <laughs> man. But we got that uh we got that hint thrown at us about KD and uh, the Garden and Kevin Durant uh admiring the Garden and uh, possibly you know, New York maybe even being in his uh consideration. And so I kinda had this weird like analogy. We're well, not even analogy, but I just had like this weird team in my head, like this weird team set up where where Jimmy Butler somehow was in New York along with Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. And just all and you had all three of those guys in the garden. And you probably still wouldn't lose Porzingis. What do you guys think of that? Yeah. So Porzingis, nice. Kevin Durant, Jimmy Butler, and Kyrie Irving, New York, New York Knicks, twenty nineteen. What do you guys think?
2: And if they can make it happen, <laughs> yeah, that'd be dope. Get it
0: started. Yeah, so I think uh, I think that may be able to you know shake something a little bit because you know you got the Warriors with with Steph, Clay, and Kevin Durant, and now you know DeMarcus Cousins along with Draymond Green and they still got eagle dollar just a ton of superstars a ton of all-star appearances throughout the mix of all those names and so just having a team out east like a uh, Kevin Durant and Jimmy Butler and a uh, Kyrie Irving and then you're still able to keep a guy like Porzingis and you may not be able to keep you know the the new rookie Kevin Knox who's been balling by the way I don't know if you guys have been able to uh have to see Kevin Knox you see Kevin Knox the, uh, the other day I did you didn't get a chance to see yeah. Kevin Knox.
2: I seen him during the uh during the little summer circuit, but I didn't get a chance to see him during What do you think Perzingis. about his game? He was out there balling. He was willing to stand to, to dubs and whatnot. That's what they need. It's what they need. They need somebody to uh score the ball, take over the uh tempo, help out Porzingis. So he ain't gotta do it all himself.
0: Yeah, and I um I don't really think Porzingis, he may not play this season just because of the uh the oh, torn yeah, yeah, yeah. the torn ACL. And so we just have to uh, see what Fisdale is going to have in store. I mean, I like the fact that, you know, Trey Burke, you know, he's able to get a revival kind of in his career, and, you know, Fisdale is giving him a, a chance. And then we were able to see uh, uh, Frank. We was able to see Frank in the summertime. Uh, I can't say his last name. <laughs> no. the, Fr- the Frenchman. <laughs> <laughs> Frank the Frenchman.
1: What's that thing? The Naruto. Uh, he got one of those
0: names. <laughs>
1: What's the... Anime. He got
0: to anime. You got anime. not <laughs> <laughs> And so we've seen... Uh, we saw a little bit of his work in Summertime. And we saw a little bit of New York uh, roster out there competing in a little uh, Summer ball. We saw Ennis Canner a little bit. Uh, Trey Burke was out at uh, Rutgers Park. So, yeah, those uh, New York Knicks trying to do something uh, for themselves at this present moment. But, you know, what if... You know Kyrie, Jimmy, Porzingis, if possible, if possibly to stay, and then you got, you know, Kevin Durant in the Garden, in the Garden, Kevin Durant in the Garden. Could you imagine Kevin Durant in the Garden? Spike Lee be like the '80s. And the Katie 90s and Spike old. Lee. Look, Katie and Spike Lee, Alex. Katie and Spike Lee. What'd you think? Be like the '80s, '90s all over again. <laughs> Do the right thing. And then it right, and then you get, then you have like commercials, and you you may have it like every all and type of endorsements just because you know you Kevin Durant, and then there's no telling like the movie hookup, and like mm-hmm. and then it, and then it's like it's New York, so they can just show up at like the Rucker, or uh, what's another what's another park in New York? Uh, is it is it Dykeman? I think Dykeman's in New York. Uh, I think it's yeah, in like I think it's in that area. Yeah. Oh, Dykeman's in like yeah. D.C.? Yeah, something like that. Baltimore. Okay. okay. Yeah, somewhere around there. A lot okay. of Jersey
2: people uh, play down there.
0: But, yeah, so, you know, well, they're going to be in New York, you know, hopefully, we'll wait and see, 2019. Um, they may all just stay, you know, like Kyrie said today, and, you know, over the fans, over the course of the fans in uh, TD Garden today, he said he – He'd resign if they let him, but oh, yeah, it is in New York, so you never know. Oh, Dykeman's in New York, yeah, okay. Yeah, so uh, they'll be able to possibly link up. We have to just wait and see though, because like like you said, uh, Jimmy and the uh, the trade rumors with uh, Miami, those are kind of aggressive. So we hope we hope to see Jimmy just happy, you know, happy, and if it's not with Minnesota. And uh, it just didn't. I mean, maybe it just didn't work out because you know you got a guy like Andrew Wiggins who basically plays that position, that same position that he plays, you know. And so, uh, where do you, where would you guys like to see Jimmy at if you had to choose? But 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 you can't say the Lake Show though. That's that's the one team you gotta mm-hmm. leave out. <laughs> I wouldn't even go there. <laughs> I think. Um,
1: I think Miami would be a good, real good situation. That's why I'm like, why not kick the wheels on it, you know what I mean? Because South Beach, who wouldn't want to, like we're up the, the big markets, who wouldn't want to be in South Beach, you know? And uh, you know Pat Riley is going you know to what do whatever it takes to, to, uh-huh. to win another championship to get you the pieces that you need. So I think that would be a good match.
2: for Jim. I see him being like the second coming away, to be honest. like Wade about to retire. Jimmy Butler come in. he a Wade type of player, you know, come up. They start building around. Him. That's pretty much what he wants And then they I'm pretty sure they got money. I don't know if they got Whiteside on a uh, on a uh, on the max deal, but I'm sure yeah, they got he some got, money. Yeah, he got a oh, max deal. So yeah. He, he's oh, 100, yeah, he's a hundred he's hundred million
0: dollar man. And it's you know, it's well deserved to an extent. And and they've you know, they've had uh trade rumors with him uh last season a little bit, uh sign white side. But I don't think they would actually let him go he's for uh, for uh Jimmy Butler. You think so? Yeah, I I'm, i don't know if play, I necessarily agree with that one because surfy, the uh, he's not necessarily soft, but it's like, he's overly aggressive at times. And so when he's getting fouls caught on me, it, it kind of throws his game off a little bit. And then when you got a guy like Joel Embiid B who's going to constantly uh, go at you and, and, you know, and be in your ear, every player can't really take that. And I've seen like all these different, like, uh, all these different highlights of Embiid just getting in guys' heads uh, last year. And, like, you know how Kevin Kevin Garnett used to just get it. Like, he would he would start it, but not just, like, finish. And he'd play the, like, he'd play the uh, the innocent role. But to each his own, uh, Joel Embiid's a phenomenal player, you know, of course. One of the top premier uh, centers in the league. But, yeah, we have to just uh, wait and see. So, yeah, this has been the rundown. With the group, the boys, whatever we decide to be on that particular day.
1: How about the lake? How about that lake show?
0: Oh, the lake show. About what the the... Lake show? Oh, you don't want to miss out on the lake show. <laughs> nah, <laughs> nah,
1: but they looking good. Uh fifth seed. Fifth seed? First seed. Second seed. Second seed through fifth seed. I don't wanna hear none of that seven eight stuff. Blah, blah, blah. Y'all can beat it and it's the rundown. Blah, blah, blah. Zach, close that thing. <laughs>
0: Like Alex said, this was, this is The Rundown. Tell the people who you are, young sir. Mr. Peacock,
2: you know. <laughs> Malik Malik Peacock. <laughs> ah,
0: this TV. is The Rundown. We'll have a Twitter pretty soon. TV. Don't you worry about it. we have it popping. Don't you so. worry about anything. We need a logo. Guys, we need a logo. I got a uh, text message today saying that we need a logo. So we got to kind of figure that out, too. Because I suck at <laughs> drawing, so... You guys are my fellow artistes if you will. Yeah. And so next next time you hear from us, we'll definitely have a logo, a, little, a Twitter little Twitter page, <laughs> <A> little Twitter <laughs> no, page, no. and so we'll all, we'll have that all squared away for you. Thank you for listening. This is the rundown. You my poser when I want freedom. You my poser when I want justice. You my poser when I want equality. Want me to go somewhere and fight for you? You won't even stand up for me right here in America. So.